Good evening and welcome to another episode of Go Fox Yourself. I'm your host, Mr. Fox, and as always, I will throw out the warning. I can be offensive, which most likely I will be offensive today. Now, normally, uh, I I did say I was going to be doing movie marathons for uh, horror movies for this month being the month of Halloween. Well... I've been getting some response back from uh, several people, and quite frankly, quite a few are looking for the social commentary still, so I will continue with the horror marathon. However, this one is for those who are wanting to hear another social commentary. Um, Before I get started... If you like this podcast, if you like what you heard today, please hit the like or follow button or the subscribe. I really don't care. Um, And, as always, with any social commentary that I make, everything that I'm going to present to you is simply fact based off of what I have been able to find or what is currently being talked about today. I am not going to be giving rumors, myths, or certain uh, syndicated opinions. If there is an opinion, it's generally going to be mine. So simply take it at face value. But I'm not going to regurgitate somebody else's opinion and make it come across as though that is fact. Uh, If you're interested in some of the stuff that I'm presenting at the same time, You're more than welcome to find out yourself or do your own research. In fact, I encourage it. Um, Other than that, uh, with anything, I am not a doctor. So, don't be looking at this as a means of medical advice. If there's any aspect of medical uh, opinion or Uh, facts that are presented here it's because it's something that has been stated by uh, National Institute of Health or CDC or World Health Organization Uh, I am not a doctor so obviously I am the last person you want to go to for medical advice Uh, quite frankly yes I have done plenty of stupid shit in the past but in terms of uh, medical uh, knowledge, uh, I'd probably say I probably mostly know only what will not kill me and not stuff that would probably save you. That being said, I am also not a scientist, so do not look at anything that I say from my opinion in my conclusion as being scientific or a scientific fact or anything beyond what I am stating as research, what I have researched in others' observations and also researching the evidence from other uh, projects. Last but not least, I am not a lawyer. Nothing that I would have to say should ever be construed as legal advice. If anything, the way I look at laws is they are recommendations and suggestions. Quite frankly, 
way I look at it, rules are meant to be broken and it's better to simply ask for permission or for forgiveness than it is permission. And just like the old saying, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. If you don't get forgiveness the first time around, do it again until somebody forgives you for it. Now, today's social commentary with Go Fox Yourself, I'm just going to basically cut it out there because it just seems like with everything that's going on, the best way to describe it all is to pretty much go down through a long list of lies that we have been getting from Washington, D.C., the media. I'm not going to sit here and bash the president directly or anybody specifically, but I'm going to pretty much go through a list of lies and explain why they are lies and then give you my conclusion at the end. So, lie number one. People that have gone through COVID will not need to be vaccinated. Yeah, that's a fucking lie, folks. Because if you've noticed, everybody's being told that they have to get vaccinated. Um, as of recently, because you have people that are saying, no, I've had COVID. Why do I need to get vaccinated? We've got pilots for several airlines, including Southwest Airlines, which made news with several thousand flights that were canceled. We've also got police officers that are walking off the job, federal employees that are walking off the job. In fact, in Seattle, at the City Hall and the federal building, uh, federal workers, including the police department or members of the police department, staged a uh, publicity stunt, more or less, by stating exactly that they will not be doing the vax, and they walked up there with their boots and dropped it right there at the front of the building. Uh, you also have plenty of other first responders quitting their jobs because they are not going to get vaccinated. Now, in terms of Southwest Airlines, at first they tried to say it was a matter of weather. But the FAA came out and said, no, that's not true because there's other airlines that are still managing. The thing that bothers me the most here that people aren't really talking about, and this goes into another lie that I'm going to bring up here later, but nobody bothers, you know, they're talking about the commercial passenger airline pilots. Nobody's talking about the uh, air freight pilots, which... Most people are going to, well, why would they need to? Well, if FedEx and DHL are requiring all their employees to be vaccinated, UPS, all of them, if they're requiring all of their employees for ground as well as air, that means their pilots are going to have to be vaccinated as well. It's not going to be, well, you deal with uh, customers, so you need to be vaccinated. If they're going to do one, they're doing it across the board on those companies, which means some of those pilots are probably not going to be doing any work. Line number two, we will no longer have to wear masks. Uh, I do know that as of recent, they're saying that this mandate in terms of making us wear these masks is slowly receding 
in terms of the measures that we're going to take. Folks, do not be surprised that it comes back, mainly because of the reason why it came back in the first place. And don't give me this Delta strain being the issue. Everybody that got the vaccine was told that the vaccine works, which is funnier than shit because the very same people that were telling us, no, you need to get the vaccine because the vaccine works, are the same people, and keep in mind, we're talking about people like Biden, Harris, Maxine Waters, uh, Cuomo, even people from the media, Don Lemon, the other Cuomo, they were all basically telling us they would not take the vaccine because they don't think it would work. And even if the vaccine did come out as to when Trump was saying that the vaccine was going to come out, that it was being rushed and, again, would not work. Now, all of a sudden, Biden becomes president and it's mandatory that everybody gets vaccinated. And then, because certain people did not get vaccinated, which... As I stated with another issue before, I will get to that one a little later. But the fact of the matter is, all of a sudden we had to wear masks again. Why? Because, oh, this new strain. And even though you may have been vaccinated, it doesn't matter. You need to wear the masks. Why? Because the masks help you from getting infected by the virus. Well, if I got the vaccine and the vaccine works, why would I be afraid of catching the virus? Well, it also helps you from spread or keeps you from spreading it if you were to get it. Oh, so now I can get it. And furthermore, I can still spread it. How does this change anything beyond what it is for me to be vaccinated in the first place? So, everybody ended up having to don the masks again. Everybody's still getting vaccinated. And lo and behold, in April of 2021, the CDC even comes out and says, contradictory to everything that this administration and the media has been telling us, that by no means have they seen on their observation any evidence from any results to suggest that these masks actually prevent you from catching the virus from somebody else or even spreading it to someone else. So why are we wearing them? And in fact, why are we going to probably be wearing them again in the future when we're basically told now we have to get the booster, which... Believe it or not, folks, it's going to happen. We are going to be forced to get the booster. Why? Because Biden tried to make us get the booster before the FDA even approved it, and the FDA said no. If you're going to put the booster out there, it's a voluntary matter. Until we approve it and the CDC signs off on it, you cannot make it mandatory. However, FDA approved it, still waiting on the CDC, and to save face, you're guaranteed this administration is going to push it out there. That, that's not opinion. That's fact. If you look at everything that has already been done before in the past here, within this year. The fact of the matter is, that booster is going to come out. That booster is going to be mandatory for everybody to take. And we're going to be going right back into masks again. 
Because another thing that I brought up in a previous podcast that's starting to rear its ugly head and the media is just finally talking about it, there is now another strain that is coming out. And before I told you guys about this, they were calling it the Lima strain if you actually paid attention to some of the stuff that was being talked about beforehand. Right now, they're just starting to hit it on national media. And they still haven't given it a name on national media. But do not be surprised, folks, if you hear about, I don't know, in about a month or so, about a Lima strain of the coronavirus. We're going to have to don the mask again. And we're going to have to all get booster shots. So keep that in mind, folks. Lie number three. Everyone is going to come home from Afghanistan. Bullshit. There is 67 days that have passed by now that we have roughly over 100 people still sitting on a tarmac in approximately six planes in Afghanistan. All of them American citizens, folks. I I don't know where else to go with that, but this whole concept of everyone was coming home, it was a bullshit lie. They kept changing the story even as it went along. Oh, we're not going to probably get everyone, but we're going to get everybody that wants to come home. Yeah, again, bullshit. Like I said, there's 100 American citizens that want to come home that are still sitting there, and it's been 67 days. Lie number four. We killed the terrorists responsible for the attack on Kongbul. Yeah, if the terrorist was seven children and a few adults, including a humanitarian, that was working for us. They basically said a guy filling his car full of water was in fact filling it with bombs to pretty much explode another target. This was our over-the-horizon uh, policy in terms of vacating the uh, country of Af- Afghanistan, and this was our contingency to still make a presence there. But instead of actually killing the enemy, no, we're killing our own people. And finally, they have an excuse to call us Baby killer, seeing as you can add seven kids to our target list. Why number five? Our border is closed and secure. And that's exactly why we've got roughly 300,000 immigrants, or as I call them, illegal aliens, because what they're doing by coming here illegally is breaking the law and being that they are foreign to this land... It's an alien. Don't give a shit what those woke sons of bitches want to call them. Either way, they're here. Not because the border's closed, but because the border is wide fucking open. Now, here's the thing. There hasn't been a matter of national security that has been discussed at risk here. And what most people do not understand is that back during the Obama days... And it's not Obama's fault, per se. But back during his administration, MS-13, pretty much it got leaked out that they were going to get paid $50,000 to traffic known terrorists using their channels of bringing drugs and 
uh, using their human trafficking channels here to this country. And that was a known threat. They didn't discuss it very much on the media, but it did get out. That is a national security threat, whether you like it or not, especially when we got record numbers of immigrants coming here on top of illegal aliens. On average, we get 45 million immigrants trying to legally come into this country every year. That's 45 million average each year. Two million of those people become citizens or start the process to become citizens. We have already got to one million people illegally detained this year. And I say, yes, these are illegal aliens they got here. 300,000 are unaccounted for. However, apparently these freaking illegals are getting in because we're flying them to places like New York, Florida, Louisiana, anywhere they want to go pretty much. On the tax dollars dime or the taxpayers dime, we will fly them there. And even either way, there's the other added national security threat of American jobs. And don't give me this, oh, they just take jobs that nobody wants to have. I worked in a printing company that also had a bindery warehouse. Now, for those of you who don't know what a real printing company is because you're used to fucking kinkos. I printed real magazines on what is considered a full web press, meaning a web press that looks roughly the size of a two-story house. Now, aside from that, you have the bindery warehouse, which is the stitcher, because as the stuff comes out of the web press... It isn't stitched together into a magazine. You still have to send it through what is known as a stitcher to cut off the outside border as the leaves are basically falling on top of each other. Goes through the cutter, cuts it, stitches, and now you got your finished product. That is a printing company. You usually have about four stitchers and you have three full web presses. And then, because you might be doing posters and other shit, like Raiderette's calendars, like we did in Top of Perfect Ten magazine, which was definitely my favorite. Usually when we did that job, I would probably say we had to pretty much print out about 30% more than what was asked for, because we were stealing that shit like there was no tomorrow. Anyways... The fact of the matter is, you usually have folders, you also have cutters. And the folders will take certain like um, pan, uh, straight paper and fold it up into what would pretty much be a fold-out pamphlet. You had the cutters to basically take a full job of posters almost that still have their border off the press. And you're basically cutting that border off. And you're look, you're talking about a stack of probably several thousand posters. But anyway, it, just to give you an idea, like we're you're usually talking about two warehouses for a true printing company. And the fact is, and my point behind all that is the fact that fifty percent of the people that I worked with when I worked at this printing company were illegals. From places like El Salvador, Ecuador, Peru, 
Honduras, Panama, basically what we would do is we would hire people that were legitimately citizens here, that were just recently citizens, from what I could find out from just talking to some of these people. However, they would talk to people back home and say, hey, I can get you a guaranteed job up here. I didn't really know the logistics of how they pulled the shit off, but somehow they got their friends and family up here, and they pretty much got jobs. Meanwhile, those of us that were pissed off about the fact that our friends couldn't get hired because, well, we were making at time when it four seventy five an hour was minimum wage, roughly between eight to nine bucks an hour. It was a pretty decent paying job, unlike the jobs that everybody says, "Oh, that's what they take." The ones that nobody wants. Yeah, kiss my ass. That is not true. The fact of the matter is. They would show up, they'd get hired, and they would get paid roughly above minimum wage while the rest of us were making a pretty damn good wage. It's a way some companies like to cut back the cost of overhead, which was fine because all we would do is simply back in the day before Department of Homeland Security was created was call up the INS INS would show up, and about half the fucking warehouse was jumping the fence going across the I-15 to the Powell Station Casino across the fucking street, trying to run away. They'd probably get about half these guys, but the other half of those fuckers were long fucking gone while the rest of us were basically, hey, we'll take their shift, just call it overtime. And it pretty much turned about a 10-hour shift into a 12-hour shift, and we were pretty much making some damn good money. Either way, it was funny shit, and it was quite lucrative for us and the illegals, apparently. And that wasn't the only place either, because when I was a pipe fitter with the union there in uh, Vegas, they would ha- we would actually see on union sites subcontractor jobs that the union had apparently taken overflow uh, bids and actually sold them to other companies that were non-union saying, hey, look, we've got all this work here. You can take these jobs. We're keeping these contracts. And the subcontractors would in turn show up at a union site for construction with illegal aliens. It's just how it was. And we're talking subcontractors for like plaster companies, mason companies in terms of steel and, uh, you know, concrete. I mean, these weren't jobs that were pretty much scoffed at. We're talking about jobs that people were paid very well in the union to work. So don't give me this shit about illegal aliens just come here taking jobs that nobody wants. It is a threat to the American worker for them to be here. Lie number six. The Taliban are civilized and professional people. Oh, kiss my ass. Folks, whoever is basically perceiving this lie to be fact is full of shit, okay? The Taliban have been killing women and children along with men that were working against them on our side. They would actually do uh, executions. And before executing the people that worked for us, they would force them to watch 
as they tortured these kids and these women and then would execute them. That's not civilized. That's not professional either. So whoever's trying to pull this shit like, oh, these people are our friends. We should actually work with them. No, we shouldn't. They're fucking assholes. They should all fucking die. Now, I know that seems harsh and cruel, but the fact is, if you're going to deal with a baby killer, don't be surprised when somebody's calling you one as well. And that's exactly what these jerks are. They kill women and children. There is no integrity there. Absolutely none. So to sit there and say that they're civilized, not to say that war is civilized, I still laugh at anybody that says that we need to use some sense of humanitarian laws or rights in terms of war, such as you shouldn't use a 50 caliber machine gun on a human being that's un, uh, it's it violates human rights. You're talking about the humanitarian aspect of killing another human being. There there is nothing humane about that, folks. But in terms of this, we are talking about a philosophy of war that does not come across as far-fetched. And when people say that these jerks or assholes still think in that 7th century mentality, this is Genghis Khan shit we're talking about, folks. This is something we don't even do. Even though we've been accused of doing it, we don't do this. This is something that we actually persecute people for, and yet we're going to work with them. So no, you can kiss my ass. And all those people out there that were sitting there complaining about our troops that were doing or taking pictures of what they were doing to these Afghanistan prisoners of war and these Iraqi prisoners of war, and even the CIA in Guantanamo Bay with the uh, terrorists, the way they would interrogate them. If you had a problem with that, you should have a problem with this. If you don't have a problem with this, Next time any of that shit pops up again, you can shut your goddamn mouth and kiss my ass. Because, yes, I will bring this and flaunt it right in your goddamn face. Now, lie number seven. What is, oh, yes, here it is. These immigrants don't intend to stay here. Now, this was something that was pretty much quoted from Jennifer Kawasaki, the press secretary and ginger-headed White House warrior. Folks, we're talking about people that actually came from South and Central America and walked here, got on little skiffs and rode the rivers up here, got on back of trucks, got on the back of trains, and came up here. We're also talking about people that were willing to risk their life and the lives of their families to get up here. Do you honestly think they're only going to stay here for a short while and leave? No. These people are going to stick around like a fucking herpes sore. They ain't going anywhere, folks. And if they disappear for a while, they're going to flare up again. It's just a natural fact. Personally, I'd like to ask Jennifer a good question 
And uh, no, it's not if she really is a natural redhead, you fucking pervs. No. I want to know how she can honestly look people in the eye and lie when it is blatantly obvious. These fuck stains ain't going anywhere. I mean, seriously, folks. One of the biggest complaints about this shit, about, oh, well, we need to move them out. They're not going to stay here long, but our borders are just getting really full. We don't know where to put them. I've got a solution for you. And I will say this much. If we're willing to treat animals, mainly our pets, like a member of the family, and treat them in a sense of like they're a human. Well, you know what these animal shelters do with animals when their uh, shelters start getting packed, right? Yeah. Maybe it's about time we start threatening these freaking illegal aliens with the same thing when they decide to fucking overcrowd our borders. After all, they are violating our law. And they are creating a national security risk. If not for the... Uh, Possible sneaking of terrorists over, possibly bringing drugs over, taking American jobs. And oh yeah, now with the coronavirus, by not pretty much testing them out and making sure that they actually get vaccinated, God knows what else these uh, people have. But regardless, why don't we just implement the same thing with them at the border that these animal shelters do with the dogs and cats that pretty much we ain't got the room. So we're just going to have to put a few of them down. I mean, we can even make a game show out of it and make it kind of interesting, too. Like, press your luck. Have about a bunch of them out there. No holds barred. Royal Rumble. You know, 100 men enter. Only one leaves. You know? Hey, and whoever leaves automatically becomes a citizen of the United States. Automatically becomes a citizen. Nobody gives a shit. Out of 100 people, that one person survives. I say he deserves to have it. So, I'm just putting that out there. I know some of you may think, oh, that's a bit harsh. But, hey, if they want it that bad, let's make them prove it. Lie number eight. They are refugees. Uh, No, they are not refugees. Cubans. Political prisoners, Afghanis that are trying to get over here that work for us, those are refugees. People that are surviving political persecution or religious persecution where their country is in turmoil, those are refugees. The Haitians that are coming up here are not Haitians, folks. They have lived in places like Brazil, Peru, Argentina, and Chile for the past two years since that earthquake happened. They're not Haitian. They basically sat there long enough in those other countries that they could pretty much call themselves a citizen of that country now. And they have been given refugee status over there, and they have been taken care of. They are not refugees at this point. They're coming over here very well fed, very well off. So anybody trying to basically tell me that these people are refugees, no, they're not. They're fucking scamming the system. 
They're coming here because they want a better opportunity than what they already have. And basically, we're giving it for free. Lie number nine. They are not a security risk. I've already explained it. They are a national security risk. If not from the standpoint of jobs, they are from the standpoint of spreading disease. They are a national security risk in terms of pretty much clogging up our legal system. And then they are a national security risk in terms of bringing drugs and terrorists over here. Not to mention the human trafficking as well. So, something to think about. And yeah, if you want to discuss that, by all means, leave a comment. I will be more than willing to discuss it with you. You're not going to win. Lie number 10. Inflation will go away. It's transitory. It's not going to be here for a long time. It's just passing through. Oh, bullfucking shit. In fact, anybody that has been saying this, which there have been plenty within the administration, as well as the press, folks, inflation's going to be here for a while for a number of reasons. Reason number one, President Biden decided to reverse everything that Trump did, especially our energy independence. The fact that we were able to be self-sufficient in oil, natural gas, and coal. And I understand it's dirty shit. But the fact is, if clean energy or renewable energy was in fact efficient, then yeah, I would back it. But unfortunately, it's not. For those of you who basically suck the tit of solar energy is the way to go, uh, let me explain something to you. Any of you ever gone to Vegas or have gone to L.A. from Vegas, you have passed that huge solar farm that is sitting out there by state line on the side of the California border. <clears throat> that solar farm, as much property as that encompasses, only sufficiently powers the equivalent of 35,000 homes in L.A., that's not including the rest of the cities in that valley. Just the city of Los Angeles, 35,000 homes. That's not including the businesses. That's just 35,000 homes, folks. You look at that solar farm, that is a lot of real estate for 35,000 homes. Now try and picture how much it would be for 7 million people. Their homes their place of business, their places of recreation. It takes a lot to power a city, folks. You're not going to do it with solar power. They've already got plenty of solar farms and wind uh, power generators throughout the entire state of California, folks. Guess what? They still have rolling blackouts because a shit doesn't work. And for those of you who think that, well, if I'm on solar energy... I'm not burning coal for electricity. Oh, the fuck you're not. If you're paying the power company, you're still on the grid. They don't shut the grid off, folks. Unless you're unplugging everything from your house and shutting off everything at your house, power is still coming to your house. Power in some way, shape, or form is still being used at your house. And the fact of the matter is, 
If you're paying the power company, regardless of how many solar panels you have, you're still on the fucking grid. So, tell yourself another lie and quit believing the lies that everybody else is telling you. Wise up. The only way you're getting off the grid, folks, is if you ask permission to be taken off the grid, and now you got to come up with the means of A, providing power and gas to your house, among so many other things. And unless you live out in the boonies and have your own well rights, yeah, good luck with that. Now, the other thing you could think about too, as if solar energy was just the way to go and it's so clean, for those of you who don't know, the batteries that it takes to pretty much keep the generated power that those solar panels create for when there's no solar energy being uh, absorbed, those batteries are considered hazmat when they go. And yes, you periodically have to change them and condition them. So when they go, that is hazardous material, which adds to the footprint. So does the process of making those batteries, and so is the process of making those solar panels, which, by the way, use synthetic materials, which are petroleum-based. So this whole idea of going off of oil is bullshit. As long as this country is dependent on synthetics instead of using like what we used to use in place of synthetics like plastic, which was glass and die-cast metal. Now you look at our old toys back in the 50s and such. They were wind-up tin toys. Now they're plastic. Everything is plastic. You go into the medical industry. Everything that used to be glass or metal has now been replaced by plastic. And the technology that uses computer hardware and software is by and large all synthetic plastic. So this idea that you're going to get away from using oil or coal or natural gas, it ain't happening, folks. Quit lying to yourself. The only way any of this will stop is if we go to cold fusion. That's it. Right now, the Chinese pretty much run the market in solar energy generators. They are the ones who make them. They are the ones who design them. Even these American companies that will build one up They're using Chinese uh, parts. Same thing with the solar panels. They already got a head start on us. We're not going to catch up with that. If we are to actually go anywhere with clean energy, renewable energy, and this goes the same with electric cars, you're going to have to go with cold fusion. Because your electric cars, they're not all that uh, clean anyways. When they get uh, produced, the moment they come off the line, they actually have produced a carbon footprint 40% more than what your gas combustion engine type car would be producing. Just off the line. It's not until you get to about 90,000 miles. And by the way, this is not including the battery hazmat that you have to periodically change the batteries. But at 90,000 miles, that's when the car actually starts producing 
any aspect of gain as it pertains to clean energy. Because at that point, it's finally at 20% less of a carbon footprint than your gas combustion engine. So your electric cars ain't really doing shit other than giving you an excuse to look in the mirror saying, I'm doing my part. Kiss my ass. Line number 11. Kamala, well, Kamala Harris is working on the border crisis. Uh, I find that kind of hard to believe seeing as that she has been nowhere to be found. Other than some stupid movie she produced with uh, several child actors uh, about space, which quite frankly, it looked like she was tripping on acid trying to explain the concepts of outer space to a bunch of 13-year-olds as if they were a bunch of 5-year-olds. Um, no, she is not working on the border. I, she hasn't even been to the border all year. In fact, I don't even think she's been to the border previous to her even taking office as vice president. She's not working on the border crisis. She made one comment... And it was pretty much in vain and negative about the border in terms of how we were running it because she, as well as a bunch of other Democrats, not just blaming her here for it, but she attacked the Border Patrol saying that they were basically whipping illegal aliens while they were on the back of their horses, which was bullshit. They were creating a distance between their horse and the illegal immigrant because if that horse is spooked, that horse is going to trample and possibly kill that immigrant. And the way they would trample anything when they're spooked is they kind of bring up their forward part of their body and then bring the hooves down as hard as fuck on whatever it is that just spooked them. Nine chances out of ten, you can kiss that Haitian or Mexican or whoever the hell's coming across that southern border goodbye. On top of which, if the person that's riding the horse isn't observant of what's going on, they're going to be thrown off the horse, possibly injured, maybe even die, and you may even hurt the horse in the process. So, no, they were not whipping illegal immigrants. They were basically twirling the reins in a motion to create distance between them and the horse. That was it. So not only is this whole thing about Kamala Harris working on the border crisis a lie, but so was the whole concept that her and a bunch of other Democrats blaming the Border Patrol for whipping illegal immigrants and then basically taking the horse brigade off of Border Patrol and sticking the people that were on the horses that were supposedly whipping these illegal immigrants on fucking suspension pending an investigation. So no, she isn't working on shit. Lie number 12. Border Patrol was whipping illegal aliens. I think we just covered that shit, folks. Moving on to lie number 13. The debt ceiling has to be raised. Folks, let me explain something here. You were all lied to. Those of you who say that basically the debt... If you agreed that the debt ceiling needed to be raised because you heard... The administration and media saying, it's an economic crisis. We need the debt ceiling raised or we're not going to pay our debts. 
folks, you were lied to. You were 100% lied to, and you fucking failed for it. Or, yeah, you failed for it. Or, ugh, you fell for it. Sorry. The fact is, our debt is considered obligated spending. When we start off a year and we look at what we're going to budget for for that year, according to the 14th Amendment, Section 4, Congress will pay all obligated debts. This includes what is considered for obligated spending. So when they're considering the budget for that year in the beginning, everything that is considered obligated spending is already uh, accounted for in that bill or in that continued resolution. It will not pass without the obligated spending in it. And that is for the entire year. That is Social Security benefits and checks. That is all federal employee beneficiaries, retirees, and anybody who is actively federally employed as to their salaries. That is everything, folks. In fact, it's even covered through payroll tax. The money is always there. So this idea that we would not be able to pay off our debt unless we raise the debt ceiling is bullshit. Where they're trying to fucking scam this shit and where they kind of did by holding this over till I think it's December 3rd is that they do not want to cut into the non-obligated spending that they have been promising for for quite a while. That is pretty much the social programs that are not considered obligated spending. These are stuff like, well, the housing relief that was out there for while we we're doing the pandemic. When people were unemployed, when people were not making enough money, all that non-obligated spending that they were saying, okay, we're going to put this through. That is what is at risk of being cut, folks. This whole concept of an economic, uh, economic crisis is bullshit. There is no economic crisis in terms of us paying our debts. Our debt will be paid. Lie number 14. Non-vaccinated people are the reason for the Delta strain. On the scale of lie and truth, this falls under liar, liar, pants on fire. Folks, um, I am surprised nobody has spontaneously combusted from spreading this fucking bullshit. Okay? There is no evidence out there to prove or suggest that the people that are unvaccinated are the reason the Delta strain exists. One, the Delta strain came from supposedly India, which is right next door to where the original coronavirus came from, which was Wuhan, China, which is why I say it's the Wuhan virus, just like the Spanish flu or the Hong Kong flu for that matter. Um, Regardless. There's no evidence that the unvaccinated are the reason why this exists. You have got people that are vaccinated. I have worked with several that are fully vaccinated 
and still caught the freaking coronavirus. It doesn't fucking matter, folks. You can catch it and you can spread it, vaccinated or not. It does not matter. And if you really want to look at the facts here, folks, Florida has been chastised for being a state that refuses to go along with the federal mandates, both in vaccinations as well as wearing the masks, as well as also closing down certain places. Now, here's the thing. They have less case numbers of COVID-related deaths and COVID-related cases, period, compared to California and New York. Now, most of you are going to say, well, Florida isn't as populated as either of those two states. And you're right. But here's the other problem to this. Florida is in the South, which by region is recognized as being where most people that tend to be overweight tend to pretty much be. Also, aside from overweight people being the main concern with coronavirus, you also have people that have pre-existing conditions, which is another concern with COVID-related deaths. Then on top of that, other people that have complications are people within the retirement age. Uh, You need to be living under a rock to not see where Florida has probably a higher population than either New York or the state of California in terms of people that are retired. So sitting here saying that the numbers, well, the population isn't that big of a deal. You know, the population of Florida is nowhere near like what California, uh, believe it or not, they're somewhat close, not really by much. Regardless, the fact that California has taken measures for COVID to the point of even asking for stool samples and Florida pretty much told the federal government to go fuck themselves. And Florida is still coming out with less numbers in California. Ought to say something. It doesn't matter if you're masked or vaxxed, folks. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. And if we really want to get about to where this administration is in comparison to Trump's administration... We're not even finished with 20, 000, or, uh, 2021. We've already finished 2020. And that was the Trump's administration. And yeah, we saw a lot of cases of COVID. We saw a lot of death-related co- uh, cases as well. We have surpassed last year's numbers in death-related COVID incidences, or I'm sorry, COVID-related deaths as well as COVID cases. This administration can't say that they have done better than the last administration. Moreover, I, well, I'll just leave it at that. I'll let you figure out the rest on your own. Line number 15. Parents at these school board meetings are domestic terrorists. The only reason they're calling them terrorists, folks, is because if they didn't, The FBI has no jurisdiction to even do anything with them. Now, one of the things, and this is another lie that the media tried to support the narrative with and didn't bother to give you the actual backstory to, 
was they tried to uh, use a case in Loudoun County where a father got wrestled to the ground because he was getting pretty damn aggressive. And the cops were doing their job. I'll give them that. However, here's the backstory. The superintendent of Loudoun County in Virginia decided to cover up an incident where a girl got raped and sodomized in a gender-neutral bathroom by a boy that was pretty much pretending to be a girl. Instead of taking this case outside of the school and getting the cops involved, he tried to take it in-house and further transferred the kid to another school, which, in case, kid decided to do the incident all over again with another girl, and now the kid is finally arrested. The fact is, this happened in May. The father just recently found this shit out. You do the math, folks. Now, I'm a father of two girls. If I just recently found out something like this, and it happened several months before, there would be a new vacancy in the superintendent of whichever county I lived in. And it wouldn't be because he vacated the office. He vacated reality. Because I would kill the motherfucker. That's exactly how protective I am. And any parent that's of any realistic uh, observation with their kids or is protective of their kids. Yeah, I, I know. Some of you, I don't think I can do it. If it were to happen to your child, believe me, there's nothing you won't do. And taking somebody's life for taking something of your child that will never come back, you will do it. Lie number 16. Our economy is doing outstandingly glorious things. Uh, folks, now I know most of you probably heard all the bullshit about the uh, uh, container ships sitting outside of LALB out there for Long Beach. And then, of course, we got the President of the United States saying, oh, well, we're going to get the docks working 24-7. Apparently, nobody bothered to tell him or he just doesn't care. It's not the docks. Regardless if the docks are working 24-7, They don't have any room in the warehouse to put this shit, folks. Um, And they keep trying to blame this on everybody else, which is what gets me kind of frustrated with this administration and even the Democrats and everybody else that keeps trying to say that this country is doing great and, oh, it's this person's fault. No, folks, we don't have enough truck drivers, mainly because the trucks are, one, having to pay extra money and gas to try and grab the shit at the docks, take it to the train station so it can take a rail car across country or take it themselves or take it to the airline to pretty much be used as air freight and sent off. Well, here's the problem. As I pointed out, there's things within the airline industry for air freight. You got pilots that don't want to be vaccinated. They're paying more for jet fuel. It's a complicated situation, but it's a trickle-down effect of what you can basically see 
from the mandates coming from this administration as well as the policies of pretty much stripping our independence of our own energy to the point to where we are paying extra at the pump. Now, aside from having to pay extra at the pump, Here's another thing a lot of people don't understand. I've heard this one thing too. Well, why don't we just open up some reserves, send about 20 million barrels of uh, oil to the refineries? There's already about 100 million or so barrels of oil sitting at the refineries. We don't have enough refineries to produce for the demand. And that you can pretty much blame on all the freaking little tree-hugging bastards that shut them all down. California has, I think, over 50% of what they used to have shut down because of the fucking policies. And granted, yeah, we were dealing with the time in the 80s and the 70s with acid rain. People were freaking out. Fact is, we don't have the refineries to meet the demand. So you put 20 million barrels in there. Now, instead of 100 million barrels waiting to be refined, you now have 120 million barrels. That's not going to do it. You need to open more refineries. You need to get gas to be cheaper than what it currently is. And you need to quit trying to raise the cost of living, which forces minimum wage to go up, which in turn, because minimum wage is going up, so is everybody else's salary. And because now everybody's got more money, you have to print more money, which devalues the cost of the dollar and increases the cost of fucking living for everybody. This is where our economy does shit. And you're wondering why the shelves are empty? It's because we don't have the truck drivers that want to be vaccinated or the trucks ain't getting the gas needed to basically take the shit anywhere. That's pretty much where the problem is. Otherwise, we got a shit ton of stuff sitting in warehouses at the docks. We just ain't got trucks taking that shit out. That's the problem. So, and then of course you got Pete Buttigieg, well... Oh, the inflation thing's a great thing. No, it's not. You want to get rid of inflation, it's really simple. Quit printing money and raise interest rates. The only way you're going to control inflation is by raising interest rates the same way back in the early 80s when you had a savings account. And yeah, interest rates sucked if you were borrowing money. But that shit sure as hell looked good in your savings account when you had about a 5 to 10% interest rate with your money just making more money sitting in the account. Us Gen Xers and especially baby boomers do remember those days. And then the Fed decided to lower interest rates to non-existence. And now, oh God, inflation's out of control. Well, no fucking shit, it's out of control. Raise the fucking interest rates. And quit printing goddamn money. But, what do I know? Personally, I think this whole fucking thing is all about control. They want to pretty much destroy our sense of free will by breaking our will. And it's going to probably happen one way or the other. Something is going to break. Hopefully, not in a bad way. But yeah, something will break. And rest assured, it's probably not going to get better as time goes on. So, uh, hang in there, folks. It sucks. I just wanted to let you know all the bullshit that's been going on so far. Sorry it took an hour, but uh, hopefully this suffices those of you who are asking for the social commentary. Go fox yourself and stay strong out there. Good night.